This is episode number 33 with former NFL linebacker and creator of the Lights Out brand, Sean Merriman. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Nick Carrier's Best You Podcast. Today I bring you a special episode with former San Diego Chargers linebacker, Sean Merriman. Sean was in Nashville for the NFL Draft, and I was able to get connected with him for a quick 15-minute interview in the JW Marriott Hotel Lobby. In this interview, Sean goes into his biggest challenge when he first entered the NFL, the role models that helped him navigate through these challenges, and much more. He talks about how important it was for him, even at a young age, to start giving back. He knows how important mentors and coaches were for him in his childhood, that he wants to be there for other people who were in the same situation that he was. I was super excited to get the chance to talk to Sean while he spent a brief weekend here in Nashville, and I know you guys will really enjoy this conversation. Make sure you share it with your friends, nickcarrier.com slash podcast. And while you're listening to this episode, take a screenshot of it and post it to your Instagram stories and tag me and Sean at carrier underscore best you and at Sean Merriman, S-H-A-W-N-E-M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N to let us know your favorite part. But for now, it's time. It's time to work on being our best self today with the one the only Sean Merriman. All right, what's up, guys? I'm here with Sean Merriman and the JW Marriott in Nashville. I'm super pumped that you were able to take a little bit of time out for me. I know you got a busy schedule, so I really appreciate it. Um, but, you know, we're here at the NFL Draft. Um, a lot of hype going on. I want to ask you about your draft experience and kind of what was – tell me a little bit about it. What was the most memorable part for you about the whole experience in and of itself? It was, uh, you know, I, I was around my family. Um you know, I was invited to the combine, but I, I mean, I started to the draft, but I didn't go. Um, I, I wanted to be around my friends, coaches and family because just in case that, you know, something happens and you slip later on in the rounds. Um, I just remember my name being called and then that day, um, you know, everything that I worked for paid off. Right. So was it when you kind of, what was the rush of feelings like? Was it literally just like all the, Hope paid off, or was it like now I'm on to the next step? Like, what what was all going through your head when your name was called? You know, I I, I started to remember all the the times of playing backyard football and football on the street, tackle you know tackle football and um, you know scoring touchdowns and and uh, and and saying like well Deion Sanders or doing the primetime dance and just all the things that I did uh, and, and people I mimicked as a kid growing up. You know, now I'm playing on the same level. Um, and that was really going through my head, man. I said, I can't, I can't believe this is, uh, this is happening. And you have that one day where you're celebrating you're, you're with your family and, and you realize that, uh, that now you're in NFL. And then after that, everything kind of smooths out and you know, you got to get back to work. Right. So you touched on a little bit of your childhood experiences. Did you have any one particular coach or one particular mentor growing up that meant the most to you or that taught you the most? It was really, um, I, I had some great coaches, uh, that was like father figures in my life since I was in boys and girls club. Uh, Pee Wee League, all the way on up. You know, my coaches uh, really kind of stepped in and, um, you know, laid a really good foundation down because they not only seen the talent that I had on the field, but they seen what kind of person I was off of it. And uh, they were always, if I needed rides from practice, if I needed cleats, if I needed uh, whatever it was, they were uh, there to take care of me. So those uh, those guys from Pee Wee League on up into high school, uh, really kind of molded me as a as a, a young man. Yeah, tell me about some of the lessons they taught you. Obviously, you had this gap of not having that father figure in your life, and they allowed you to, you know, give you equipment and all those sorts of things. But what did they really give you in terms of like life lessons? What gap did they fill for you that you really felt was a special to you? 
Well, one of the biggest things was because I was uh, so talented on the field is is uh, being a better person off of it um, to give back and uh, be involved in the community and really go back and help people who couldn't help themselves because they were the ones helping me when I couldn't help myself. And that was uh, for me was enough for me to say, you know what? They did this for me. They didn't have to. And when I got to the position to be able to help other people, it's when I started to establish different charity foundations and organizations and uh, not only giving back, you know, money, but spending a lot of time because people want to see you. They want to see you giving back, not just handing a check. They want you there um, and giving a lot, a lot of other people hope. Yeah. So like you said, you're kind of giving back to people who are kind of in the similar situations that yeah. you are. So you're almost in a sense like going back, giving your younger self advice and lessons and stuff like that. So what are the, if you had to give yourself a piece of advice back then and the advice that you give to people, what does that advice sound like? Uh, you know, it, it, it's really hard because I was, I've always been super grateful, right? I've never, um, even through any type of success that I've had, I've never once felt like, I should have it or I'm entitled. I was, I've always been grateful for anything I have because I didn't have much when I was younger. Um, so, you know, it's hard to, to, to say, maybe you, maybe should do things a little bit different because I was always just really thankful to be in a position I was in. Um, and still, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really fortunate and, um, you know, having being a position I'm now to even be able to go go and get back still yeah. to this day, you know, um, and, and just, just really grateful for that. No, I think that's really important. So what was you, – you got drafted. What was the biggest challenge for you from the transition from college to pro? Like, you know, I know from outside looking in, a lot of people talk about the speed of the game and everything like that. You had pretty good early on success, but what was the biggest challenge for you from the transition from college to pro? Well, athletically, it was the challenge wasn't there. Um, it was – Taking everything in, I mean, I was one of the youngest drafted. I was drafted at 20, I believe. So I was one of the youngest drafted players ever at the time. And, uh, you know, to be that young and have that much stuff come at you that fast, it's like, oh, 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 you know, trying to dodge and slow things down. So it was a transition of really becoming kind of a superstar in a way and becoming uh, more notable and people knowing you and trying to slow everything down um, and, and, uh, you know, for the first time that that was to me was it was it was all fast, you know, straight from college. You got the combine, you got your offseason workouts, you get drafted, you go, then you're right in training camp. And so you miss that point of things slowing down for you. And I remember I, I didn't really catch up to everything until going into my second year where I had a first full offseason and I can sit back and breathe a little bit. Yeah. So how do you deal with everything coming at you so fast? Like there's so many different things. Did you have people like help you, biggest mentors early on in the NFL that helped you work through these sorts of things and slow things down for you? Yeah. Um, LeVar Arrington was uh, a really close mentor of mine, a linebacker for the Washington Redskins. Um, Ray Lewis was another one who, uh, you know, these guys took me out of their wing early on. I think that not only they seen, um, you know, the talent that I had on the field, but my hunger to be a great person as well. And uh, I was I was really grateful and thankful for that because, you know, you, you can only hope that somebody in their position to kind of go back and, and uh, give you the time that they didn't really have to do. So did they teach you like a particular lesson in terms of like blocking out all the noise? Because I feel like that's a huge thing in the NFL. Like you can't listen to what other people have to say. Like it, did they teach you how to be able to do that and how to be able to like not listen to the critics and the outside noise? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
and you know some of the mistakes they made when they were younger, some of the things they could have done different. Uh, they would say, "Hey, this is what I did when I was younger. I would have done this different." And then for for me, um, you know, I'm I'm smart, man. I, I like to learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so if I uh, hear uh, uh, learn something, then you know it it's a, a step that you don't lose. So, well, let's let's take it and you give it back then. If they told you some things that they failed or they screwed up and they shouldn't have done, what are some things that you would go tell rookie Sean Merriman that I you probably shouldn't do, or just like advice that you would give knowing what you know now? Uh li- little stuff, man. Um, little stuff for me. It was more like you know time management, right? It was more time management because. When you're a young, you know, kind of a superstar coming into his own, you know, everybody want a piece, right? So I'm a, I have a big heart and I love to give people time. I love to give people, uh, energy and just different stuff. And, you know, I would have managed spending time certain other places a little bit better when I was younger. Um, and really start zeroing in and focusing in on the things that are more important for long term. Uh, because that's, that's, you know, that's one thing that makes athletes, athletes in general, just the heart of, of giving back and, and being involved in so many things um, to really just cut things down and be more pinpoint focused on, on, on the longer term. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a huge lesson for athletes and for everybody in general. Time management, you got to pri- know what is your top priority and know how to allocate your time to those sorts of things. So I think that's really important. Um, obviously, you have, you know, you have these accolades. You're a defensive rookie of the year, right? You're And you're an awesome on the field. But is there anything that you might be like most proud of that one most people wouldn't necessarily think about? Um, for me, it was uh, you know, I like I said, I've done a lot of stuff with people giving back in the community and uh, setting people up with jobs and and um, you know built shelters and did all kind of things. And you don't realize the people you help until kind of down the road. You know, I, I ran into some people not too long ago who um, who I helped out. Um, you know, back in mid two thousands, and uh, they got helped them get back on their feet. And you seen how they were doing now. And I, I, I literally almost broke down and started crying because this is a, a person who, or people that were homeless, um, who didn't really have much, and um, was ba- practically living on the street. And now they have a family. Now they're successful. Uh, things are going well for them, and that really made me feel good so uh th- those are the things to me i mean uh, the the football accolades and all that stuff is great you, i mean pro bowls and all that, that's great but uh what she did the, the last and mark you leave with people that they'll never forget for the rest of their life is even cooler right and so saying kind of on a similar uh similar type of question you do a lot of football interviews you get a lot of questions probably about like the chargers and a bunch of things that you probably don't want to answer is there any particular question that you wish people would ask you more? Maybe about maybe about fo- your football experiences or maybe like off the field type of things, but you wish people would ask you more because you don't have the types of interviews that you would be able to like answer those types of questions? Uh yeah, it's it's weird weird things so, though. Um you know, I'm almost an expert in like trademark law and, and <laughs> patented patent and trademark law and stuff like that. I mean, you'd be surprised. Um I go and give uh lectures around the country um to some certain you know, a few universities a year on uh trademark infringement and trademark law and, and patent yeah so that that kind of freaks people out when sean Merriman walks in there <laughs> and start uh talking intellectual property they're like oh well how, why do you know that um we're just kind of being in a business um 
side of things for a very long time and having a knowledge having a knowledge in it. Yeah. So how did you get into that? Uh, just you know, I own Lights Out, obviously, right. and um, you know, spent a lot of time defending a trademark against big, really big companies, and 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 throughout that process, you pick up a uh, infinite amount of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Um. Is there a decision that you maybe made early on in your life or a particular experience that you had? or was, if, Is there a particular decision that you made that was the most important decision, but you didn't really realize the significance of it at the time? Yeah, it was, it was trademarking lights out. <laughs> okay. Because that ended up being a uh, you know, big part of my business and the, way, the, the reason why I retired and continued to start doing things with lights out. Um, at the time, I just wanted to make some clothes and t-shirts that would be cool yeah uh and it was a nickname of mine since i was 16 years old so i said you know i want to just go ahead and trademark it and sell some t-shirts and do some stuff and it turned out to be the biggest thing i've done <laughs> yeah i saw that you you got nicknamed in high school when you like right. knocked out four people yeah. unconscious in the same game <laughs> that's hilarious so was that like a when you were making that decision, was it a risky decision or were you just like kind of like I'm going for a full throttle? No, I, I mean, any, anytime I do something, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing it full steam ahead. Um, and when I make a decision, I go with it and feel confident about it. Was there any particular maybe like daily habit, whether at practice or outside of practice that you did in the NFL that was the most important habit that you implemented into your daily life? Um, you know, I, I would say getting up early for one. Um, because to do what you know, obviously to work out and the, the regimen and stuff like that. But I was doing it for so long, it actually became a part of my life. Even now, you know, I'm a five thirty six a.m. I'm up, I'm gone, and uh, that really benefits me because you know things are very corporate now, and what I'm doing it, it helps me because I, you know, I, I can, I'm, I'm a morning person. I can just get up out of the bed and go, and that habit, uh, you know, really helped me out because I get a tremendous amount of things done every day. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I, that's I'm always a big morning person because I feel like you have so much less distractions right. early on. You just got to knock it out that way because there's always so many random distractions that right. pop up in right. the middle of the day. And I'm sure you have 20 more times than I do. Um, so I always ask people the last the same last two questions when I bring them onto my show. And the first one I always throw out the age question. So how old are you, how old are you again? 34. 34. Okay, awesome. 44 um, year old Sean Merriman. What has that guy done? What does he look like? And what is he currently doing? Um, you know what? Just still working for one. Um, obviously I'll be sitting back with my family somewhere, spending more time there, but, um, you know, just still working, man, because to me, it's, it's almost hard to call things work, you know, what I do because I actually enjoy what I do. So, um, you know, just, just keep going, man, because I, I don't, it's hard to set a bar and, and break it and set another one and break it and set another one and break it. And it's, you know, at what point do you stop? I don't, I don't really see me stopping anytime soon. Well, before I ask the last question, I want to acknowledge you for a second. Just to, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I mean, you talked a lot about in our conversation how you like to give back. and You didn't have to do this. You didn't have to spend 15, 20 minutes with me. Uh, so I really appreciate it. I acknowledge you for giving back to all the people who had the experiences that, that you had because you people like you don't have to do that. So I really acknowledge you for doing that. I think it's really cool. Um, and tell people about your Lights Out brand where they can find more and learn more about that. Yeah, you can uh, well, check, out, uh, check us out at LightsOutXF. Dot com, our new uh, MMA league, Lights Out Extreme Fighting. Uh, we got our first event coming up, our first fight May 11th on uh, Fox Sports West and Prime Ticket. Good deal. All right, so the last question I always ask everybody, uh, like I said, my podcast is called The Best You Podcast, and I believe that everybody's, everybody's on the constant journey of chasing down the best version of themselves. And, you know, we're always trying to be better today than we were yesterday, that sort of thing. So what I want to ask for you personally is if there are three things that you could currently do or three things you could currently work on to become closer 
to that best version of yourself? What are those three things you could do or work on? Uh, for one is to be consistent. Um, I think that you, you, you make a turn for the better, uh, and you go in the right direction when you're consistent. Um, being more open to, to, to change, you know, sometimes you get stuck in your ways and, and things work for you for so long that you want to be this way. You don't want to change and do anything else. And the third, I would say, um, is to, um, you know, keep other people motivated around, not myself personally, because I wake up kind of motivated every day. But, uh, when I'm noticing this, sometimes when I'm able to talk to people or do things like this, something I might say or do might motivate them. And, um, you know, I'm, since I have so much going on, I have to always keep in mind that um, it's something I can do or say to to get somebody else going in the right direction and just keep, you know, keep people motivated. I love that. Well, I appreciate your time, dude. You got it, bro. Thank you. All right. All right, my man. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it with one friend or family member. Just take the link from the podcast or text them. Hey, check this out nickcarrier.com slash podcast and it'll take them right to the episode we want to spread this message if you know someone who is a big fan of the NFL the San Diego Chargers or just Sean send them this episode also go check out the brand new Lights Out Extreme Fighting at lightsoutxf.com or at lightsoutxf on Instagram remember how important it is to manage your time and your energy to think about prioritizing now things that are most important in the long term I loved how much Sean talked about giving back to others, giving back to those who came before you who were in the same situation that you were once in. This way you can relate with them and connect with them on a deeper level. But now you know what time it is. It's time to go out and upgrade yourself today to get closer and closer to your best you.